0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Waltz in the Street podcast. Thanks for uh, listening. And if you haven't already, please like, share, subscribe, tag someone, drop a comment. Tell me how you're feeling. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know what's up. Send me an email. Send me a message. Drop a comment. Now, before we get started, I just want to let you know that some of you guys are probably going to be offended by this podcast. Maybe some of you, I get it, Um, But or you might just be bothered by it. Maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe you might even feel a little, uh, maybe a negative feeling initially. I don't blame you. Off the bat, there's nothing funny about personal finances, especially, especially when you're living paycheck to paycheck. In fact, some of y'all saw the title of this podcast and shelved it right away, or you just looked away, you didn't want to listen to it, you just wanted to continue to scroll by. Uh, But you eventually maybe found yourself giving it a shot because you came back to it, regardless, Um, but I'm asking you to hear me out to get the full effect, whether you are in your car or you're listening to this in the morning before you go to work, whatever it is, give it a chance, listen to me and uh, see if you can get something out of it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm going to break it down for you step by step. First off, if you live paycheck to paycheck, there's nothing really to be ashamed of. There will always be rough patches in our lives and wallets and bank accounts. It's pretty much unavoidable. There's very few people that can avoid that. 75% of full-time working Americans live paycheck to paycheck, and I'm going to explain to you why. Now, you might guess it's simply because you don't get paid enough, and the truth is that mm, that might be the case. You don't make enough, so you're out there living a full-time job just to clock into Uber or Lyft or delivering food for Postmates right after you're done with work. You want to make ends meet and you need to find more ways to make money. Makes sense. Now, all I have to say to that is continue to hustle, seek after opportunities and keep at it. I have wealthy friends who are lazy and hardworking, or no, I I have friends who are wealthy and who are lazy. And then I have hardworking, backbreaking, you know, friends who put in crazy work who are barely making it. So the truth is, there's a part of that that is out of your control and you just have to keep seeking opportunities what else can you do but we'll we'll save that part for another day now for some of you okay you know who you are for some of you who live paycheck to paycheck the reason why you live paycheck to paycheck is simply because you have no financial strategy right think about that real quick do you have a financial strategy do you and your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other or your family or you're just you live by yourself whatever it is you, do you have a financial strategy? And I, I, I kind of promised myself I wouldn't go hard on this episode, but some of you guys need a serious wake-up call. And maybe it's this. You work your ass off clocking in 9 to 5 every day, Monday through Friday, or some of you guys even more, and then you take that paycheck that you get, that hard-earned paycheck, right? You spend some of it on bills and expenses, which is necessary, and then you buy some stuff that might not be necessary. And then you leave the rest in your savings account because you want to save up for maybe a vacation or save up for a car or save up for something. I get it. You deserve a vacation, but you're doing it all wrong. And you need to know you're doing it wrong. The sooner you realize you're doing it wrong, the better. Now, a lot of people don't like to hear that they're doing something wrong, but I find time after time after time, uh, uh, there's ways to change it. So between you... And your savings account is two things. First thing is you. You are the hardworking person, and the second thing is your bank, right? Those are the two things. In between you and your bank is you and your bank. That's the place where you your money goes to sleep for a long time, usually, right? So you work hard, right? Let's let's do this real quick. You work hard. You get a check. You chop it all up in between bills, and then what it, little is left. That you are able to save you put it safely into a savings account where you feel it's safe, right? And that's what most people do. There's nothing wrong with saving, but that is not going to set you up for further success. The only way out, um, is really three things. Okay. The only way out is only three things to get out of living paycheck to paycheck. One, you got to get a raise, which between you and me is obviously not going to happen easily. Okay but that's one way out because you'll be making more. Number two, you need to lower your expenses and your bills, right? Because those are the things that take most of your paycheck when you finally get your paycheck. You gotta pay bills, right? It's unavoidable, you gotta do it. And number three, of course, my favorite, and you already knew, you already guessed it, it's simply investing, okay? So those are the really three things that will get you out of living paycheck to paycheck, right? Um, let's break these down. Number one, you need to make more to save more and get yourself out of paycheck to paycheck life, right? We already, we already know this is a tough one. You've already fantasized so many times about going to your boss or your manager and asking for a raise, uh, whether you, you believe you deserve it or not. You, you think about it, right? Can I, and oftentimes people don't even try it. They just wait till maybe it happens one day, but we know that that's very, very, uh, low chances so trust me i know the feeling it's not fun it can be nerve-wracking and if you get rejected you lose a lot of confidence hope and it's just plain sucks i i totally know i've been there side note some of y'all never asked and the company loves that you don't i encourage you to make a plan and do the ask you never know there's a lot of um articles out there that kind of help you uh prepare for that maybe you should you know but for now let's cut this uh number one let's cut this one out uh for now since it really is not easy and it's it's not something you can do very often so number two so okay so number two your bills are too high your expenses are too high right they're taking so much of your paycheck every one or two years i call the companies we pay such as at&t which is our cell phone company recently my here's a good example recently my father-in-law showed me his um spectrum bill right for you guys for someone else might be time warner or charter all the same company my father-in-law was paying $184 a month for TV, internet, and phone. Now, for some of you guys that don't live in LA or New York or a big city, that's a lot, right? I called Spectrum, and 30 minutes later, that bill became $135 a month. They have had this plan for decades without any negotiation. I told them we are loyal. I picked up the phone and talked to Spectrum. and said, hey, we're loyal customers, but we're weighing our options. Now, most of these companies have a retention department, right? Tell customer service to connect you to the retention that department's sole sole purpose is to make sure you stick with them, right? And they're willing to do stuff for you. And, uh, you know, pretty much watch the magic happen. Over a 10-year period, you're saving, uh, well, they're going to be saving 6000 bucks. Now, some of you will say that number isn't that much, but if I offered you $6,000 right now, you'd probably take it in a heartbeat, right? And yet you haven't renegotiated your bills, so you can have that money. Now, that's just one bill. Imagine if you could do that across other bills that you pay, right? Also, if you have school debt, you already know it's time to reduce and refinance it. Do it now. Rates are great right now, and now's the time to do it. A lot of you guys don't like looking at any of that because it just reminds you of how much you owe. Well, now's the time to really do something about it. Research it and get a better rate over time you are paying ungodly amounts of money to the banks and lenders you just have no idea because it feels like a small slow blow and you get so used to paying it but you don't realize oh my gosh i'm paying crazy amount call your lender and ask them if if you were to pay everything now or if uh, at the end of the life of your loan how much did you pay and you're going to just flip right it's crazy and finally last but not least right number 3 you live paycheck to paycheck because you are not investing. And I can already hear you saying, Johnny, I don't have enough to invest. I don't know how to invest. I don't know what to invest into. Isn't investing just for rich people? Look, the truth is a lot of people who become wealthy, right? They weren't wealthy before, but the people who come become wealthy get that way because of investing. They don't invest necessarily because they are rich. They got rich because they invested. And now, how do most people build wealth? Investing in, uh, here's how people build wealth investing into a business. Maybe it's your own or someone else's. Uh, in, or you invest into the stock market, which obviously I love. Or you invest into real estate, which obviously I love as well. Most millionaires in America, I think there's less than 20 million um, millionaires in America. Most millionaires, besides the small amount who have inherited it, right? Some people inherit it. I get it. Okay, let's not talk about them. Let's talk about the ones that are on the same playing field as all of us. Most millionaires got that way from investing, the stuff that is available to you now. It's statistical. There really is no major secret. So really, the problem here is not that investing isn't available because you could do it literally right now or you know maybe in the next couple of days once your account clears. It's, that it's really not that it's not available to you because it is. It's that your thinking makes you believe that you can't be an investor. You believe investing is for the wealthy only. You know, you could say, oh, Johnny, it's because you're wealthy you can invest. That's not true. I built wealth because of investing. Say this to yourself right now. I can be an investor. Go ahead and say it. I can be an investor. Nobody taught you this stuff. No one taught you to think this way. So you simply just don't believe it. You don't think about yourself as an investor. How many of your friends go to you and go, oh yeah, I'm an investor. Very few of them, right? Because they also think the same way. They think, oh, I'm not an investor. I can't invest anything. I'm not wealthy enough. But now there's no excuse. Most of the major big four investing retirement companies, um, uh, such as Charles Schwab, Um, are now commission free that means you can buy stocks and and other products that they have and services that they have for no commissions so investing is easier than ever literally this month a lot of those companies became commission free one by one right it's never been easier than literally this month and more affordable than ever right because free is free right uh, so commission-free trades are great, and that's happening right now. It's a it's a crazy thing. We live in a great time for for new investors. You don't even need to pay a fee to buy a stock. That's awesome. It Used to be like uh, seven dollars, eight dollars. I remember those days, right? And then it became four dollars, and it became whatever. But now it's free for a lot of uh, products. So let's break it down further for your situation versus mine. Okay, here's what I do. Now this is not about bragging, or you know, I I don't want to make you feel bad or. Because based on what I do, I'm, I'm trying to help you understand what I do. So I invest a heavy portion of my money into dividend paying stocks. It's not a secret. I don't put it to sleep in my savings account, which sits at a whopping $312. Right now, my, my chase savings account is at $312 and why? Because it's, it's like $300 to keep the bank uh, account open, right? These dividend paying companies give you a small payout or a dividend of profit every quarter just for being a shareholder just because you bought a stock they're going to give you a little tiny piece of the pie based on how many shares you own right obviously if you have a lot of shares you're going to get more of the pie right but it's it's uh, it's uh, it's directly correlated to how many stocks you have if you have two stocks they're going to give you two portions if you have 100 stocks they're going to give you 100 right Uh, Right now, you have just your main source of income, whether you work at a restaurant or you own a small business or whatever it is, right? You just have one main source of income and maybe a side hustle. um, Maybe you sell stuff on eBay or maybe you drive Lyft on the weekends or something like that. But investing makes it easier, in my opinion, right? You might be working too hard than you think or more harder than you believe. What you do is you get a paycheck. This is what you're doing right now. You're getting a paycheck, you're paying for expenses, and you put away the rest into a bank that yields you very little. You know, those few pennies or dollars you get as, as interest, right? That's the bank making you feel like you're doing something. Like, hey, good job, you're you're saving money. Here's a little bit of, here's a, like a few pennies or a dollar to, to make you feel like you're doing something. But after I started investing, I realized that was a joke. The yield they give you is a joke, right? Even the bank that you bank at, whether it's Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, whatever it is, even the bank that you bank at uh, is making billions uh, off of, and, and really they're making billions and the shareholders of those bank stocks, right? If you're a shareholder of that bank, you're making money off of your savings, right? People like me are making money off of you. You leave your money in the bank and and they make tons of money with that money and they give some to shareholders. Come to this side. It's awesome on this side of it, right? Be a benefactor of how well your bank performs. Don't just be somebody who gives them money so that they can perform better, right? Think about that, really think about that. So what do you do with the dividends you collect, right? Okay, Johnny, I get it. I open a brokerage account. I start investing in dividends, uh, dividend paying stocks. What do I do with the dividend money? Well, simply put them towards your bills. So the way I see it is companies like McDonald's, Apple, Costco, Starbucks are using their collective profit making machines, right? Because we know they make crazy money and they're working hard for me. Essentially, I am giving them some money so they can continuously build their businesses and and increase their operations and increase their revenues. And really, it's like you giving a loan to a friend and that friend pays you back with some interest, right? In this case, the friends that you're investing into are some of the smartest money-making innovative companies and people in the world, right? We're talking about Apple, Starbucks, McDonald's, Costco, Walmart, right? These are huge, massive companies that spend zillions on everything and they continue to make profit. The way I see it is these big and medium corporations are working hard to make money for me while I sit and watch and collect those dividends, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have an extra $50 or $100 per month to put towards your school debt or bills, right? Now, if you keep repeating this process and putting some uh, of your money towards investments instead of just making it sleep in a bank, slowly over time, you're going to be offsetting your expenses, right? What if your dividends from your investments can pay for all of your bills, That'd be crazy, right? Then your paycheck isn't cut down so much by expenses and you're able to put away more debt or plan a vacation, or of course, invest more, which I recommend. If your dividends can pay even half your bills, right? Or even a quarter of your bills, wouldn't that be amazing? What if someone did that for you, right? That'd be amazing. And all you have to do is what? Invest. You're thinking right now how awesome that would be, right? You're really thinking about it, right? It'd be awesome. Here's the problem. I just told you the strategy and the key but now it's on you you have the chance to start this right now right now i don't care if you're 20 or 30 or 40 or even 50 years old a gentleman who is seven years old just started investing with me by hitting me up on facebook he saw something i posted and he hit me up on facebook never met this person don't even know where they live but i bet we begin we've begun to invest together and i've, I've taught him the ropes and it's amazing he's 70 years old right there's no excuse Five years from now, if you're still living paycheck to paycheck, you're doing it wrong. Now, I understand you might think it's easier said than done. I get it. But the truth is, everyone who starts out thinks that way. Everybody. But it changes. And then years go by, and you can't believe you didn't start sooner after listening to this podcast, right? Some of you listening uh, like what you hear, but you simply won't take action. I, I, I don't know why. That's that, Is it fear? I, I don't know. you got to ask yourself that. Why am I not taking action? So that's really on you. Some of you listening are getting pumped and you want to learn and you can't wait. Hit me up, okay? Don't let that fire just die out. You go to work the next day and you forget everything. You know, hit me up, get excited, build a plan, make space, right? This is what I do. I'm passionate about helping people start. I'm your source of knowledge and experience so you can start strong. There are people who start investing on their own by trying to do it themselves. Hey, cool. I like that attitude and that kind of go-getter self-taught thing, but this doesn't work for most people. That's why... There's uh, algebra and geography 101 and so forth. That's why there are teachers. I'm not saying you can't learn on your own, but it's great to uh, learn from someone who already has experience. And and from that, you can derive your own style, right? Everyone's got their own style. But you can't learn investing in school. You can learn finances, which are terms and tools, uh, but they won't show you what a beginner's portfolio might look like necessarily. Or maybe they can. I don't really know what they teach these days, but uh, when I was in school, they didn't teach you anything like that, right? Now, I know putting money in a bank feels safe. I get it. And you heard rumors that stocks are gambling, right? You heard about a friend or an uncle or someone who tried stocks and they bought a bunch of cannabis stocks and they lost a bunch of money, right? Those guys have no idea what they're doing. They just heard from someone else that you can get rich quick or whatever, right? Maybe some of them have. Guaranteed 99.9% didn't. And if they tell you they did, tell them to show me the money. But the stock market actually is the greatest passive wealth machine or wealth builder of all time, in my opinion, and, and a lot of people who get wealthy from the from stock market will tell you that. It doesn't discriminate. It will gladly allow you to get on board. Every single person I work with tells me that they wish they started sooner. Every single person, every single person. Take a lesson from the collective community of new investors. So here we are. We are at the end of this episode, but you are at the beginning of your new personal finance journey. Yep, there's a journey for that and a whole community of people there as well. Trust me, the stock market didn't know who I was when I started, but there was money for me. There's money for you too, I promise you that. You shampoo, you brush your teeth, you shop at grocery stores, you drive your car, you fill it with gas, and someone is making money off of all of those everyday behaviors that you do. That should be you. You should be profiting from that. You can build wealth. No, it won't be instant. You need patience. It will take a few years, but if you keep at it, contribute often, you'll have wealth or passive income or dividends. And most importantly, with those things, you will break out of living paycheck to paycheck. If that's your goal, let's make it happen. Hit me up if you need some help. I've taught a great community of people from all over the world and I've seen and heard it all. Nothing surprises me, no situation. I've heard it all. It's time to crush it. I'll make it as easy as possible while being available to answer your questions during your uh, starting uh, beginning, right? Thanks for listening. Tag someone. Send this podcast to a relative. Tell your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant others. Your uncles, your parents. Tell somebody and get them on board. Thanks so much guys uh, and as always let's get this money please